You've arrived. You've arrived. To the Nipple Whiskers Podcast with your host, Bob Dog. He doesn't like you either. Come along as he explores the shadows of yesterday's failures in order to gain the knowledge required for a better tomorrow. The journey starts now. Let's go! What's happening, folks? What's happening, folks? Bob Dog checking in with you once again. Truly appreciate everybody for tuning in once again. Oh, man. Here we go. Here we go. NFL. That's what I'm talking about. Super Bowl is in the books. One hell of a game. That was actually a really good game. Refs got involved there at the end. That's really controversial. Um, me, personally, I wouldn't like to see it. Uh, it wasn't too bad of a play on the defensive side, and just overall in the game, the game wasn't called that way. They were letting them play the entire time, um, and then they called that one really tight right there at the end. Uh, very, 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 very very entertaining game. Uh, congratulations to Patrick Mahomes. He got MVP of the season. He got MVP of the Super Bowl. Just won Super Bowl number two. Um, amazing, amazing career so far, and he's just beginning. Eagles 35, Chiefs 38. Um, one hell of a game from uh, Jalen Hurts as well. I mean, played his ass off, but the difference in the game was his one mistake. With that being said, Nick Bolton, what's up, man? Where you at? Where you at? Nick Bolton uh, picked up one touchdown, uh, fumble for a touchdown return. I have a bunch of his rookie cards. Unfortunately for me, Bolton did pick up a second touchdown and run it back. However, it was ruled no catch, um, incomplete pass instead of a fumble, and he didn't get the touchdown reception. So it was unfortunate. He definitely would have been MVP of the uh, the NFL Super Bowl, but you know it is what it is. I do have a couple hundred dollars in his rookie cards, so I definitely would have appreciated him getting a Super Bowl MVP. Definitely would have boosted his you know rookie cards out the roof. But with that being said, completely thankful. Completely thankful, man. Um, definitely Super Bowl champ now with a touchdown during the Super Bowl. So. Big piece of what they're doing, and if he can stay healthy, hopefully those rookie cards just continue to boom. But, man, that would have been one hell of a score if he got MVP. Um, Nick Bolton, man, big shout-out, man. Great game, great game. With that being said, that whole defense, I mean, as everybody from the corners to the safety, everybody was playing decent. Um, nobody really had a big standout, even the line. Everybody just played decent, decent game all around. On the flip side, the Kansas City's offensive line was spectacular, allowed no sacks. And it was, they were just giving Patrick Mahomes time, and even when they were collapsing, they were letting them go around the side, nothing too much up the middle, and they were just giving Patrick Mahomes room to run right up the middle. It was just the way that they structured it. It was well done, well-coached team. Andy Reid, I've said it before, one of the best coaches in history. Um, I've been watching him for a long time over there with Donovan McNabb. And I watched what he do, you know, he did over there. One of the few, you know, top five coaches for sure in the game right now. But overall, I'd say in history, he's probably top five, um, at least of my career. There's, you know, there's some great ones up there. I will give, you know, Jimmy Johnson, put him up there. Uh, let's see, what other coaches? Uh, the Shanahan's are pretty good, not going to lie. Um, I've got to give credit right now to, you know, Mike Tomlin. He's one of the best coaches in history. I was talking about him, I think, today. And just you got to understand the personalities that he had over there in Pittsburgh. I had to word that correctly. But 
You've got Antonio Brown. You've got Le'Veon Bell. I mean, two guys that just completely fell apart once they left there. But, I mean, he held it together in Pittsburgh. You had Martavius Bryant. I mean, you had all types of just carnage going on over there, but so much talent. I mean, so much talent. Big Ben, too, I guess he probably had his, you know, I I, I don't know. I was going to say he probably helped, but at the same time, he probably was part of the problem as well. He was off doing some recklessness. I know he got in that motorcycle accident and missed some time, but I think there might be stories surrounding him, but for those that know who I am, I don't really follow those too much. I do think it's funny that Brett Favre, not funny, but it's a, it's crazy that Brett Favre is filing lawsuits against um, Pat McAfee and Shannon Sharp for defamation. I mean, I, I, I'll i admit it, as a Packer fan, I was glad that I hadn't invested in his rookie card because from just all, all the allegations and everything, unless he's found innocent, that's definitely going to hurt his long-term value um, and just being viewed as a person because everybody just viewed him as a warrior. And when you start you know, being accused of stealing from – what was it? Um, I don't know, welfare funds or something like that. Don't get me wrong. I mean, I I paid enough attention, but I didn't really pay attention. You know what I mean? Too cheap to pay attention type. So, uh, yeah, back to NFL, man. Super Bowl was off the hook. Um, it was wild. Definitely won a hell of a game. Um, both sides. I also had Canarius Tony rookie card, and he almost scored a touchdown on a punt return. I do think he got the longest punt return in Super Bowl history, but he went out at the five-yard line, didn't quite get the touchdown. That sucked. Um, definitely wanted to see him get that, although he did get a touchdown on his own, so Kadarius Tony held down even though his plays were limited. He definitely made his impact felt. So those are my two rookie cards that I really had in the game, and they both scored. Um, definitely acquired some stuff from NFL all day. I do. I don't play it too much. You know, I don't buy too many packs anymore, but for a while there, I was buying a lot of NFL all day and I do have, you know, a little bit of money in there. So I was able to complete a couple challenges. I did buy a Patrick Mahomes moment for like 25 bucks just cause I don't think that dude will ever come down. And, uh, yeah, man, now that I think about it, I need to jump on there and see if I got my moments. I got my things done. With that being said, I did finish another UFC strike challenge. That's pretty dope because uh, those moments will be coming here shortly. With that said, back to the NFL. No major injuries, man. That was one of the, the greatest things about this whole NFL um, experience that we call the Super Bowl was there was no serious injuries. I know Patrick Mahomes hurt his ankle more, you know, and little things like that, but nothing like what happened to Mr. Hamlin, you know what I mean? Happy to see him sitting by Roger Goodell and just – no crazy super card off the field injuries. That's always a huge blessing. And as a safety coordinator, man, that's where my mind went first. But it always starts with the numbers. Y'all know that. Um, no major injuries. That that was a big like. I can't I can can't tell you the value that that means to me. I, I hate seeing you know neck injury or something like that. And it's like man, the whole game stops. Everybody just kills the vibe and. The injury-free was nice. There weren't too many penalties. You know, there were some costly ones there. there costly one at the end, but overall, it wasn't you know flag-ridden. Um, it was it was a decent game, and almost nobody was at work on Monday. As you know, people know in any work industry, I think, especially in America, nobody shows up the day after Super Bowl. Just a given that Monday you're gonna have very few people. I wanted to call off personally, but I did show up. I always show up to work typically. Um, takes a lot for me not to show up, but it does happen on occasion. Um, let's see. The halftime show was interesting. Definitely had, I believe, Rihanna. 
um, was up there. She was definitely on a platform. I thought that was pretty dope. Um, right up until the point that I found out she was pregnant and she exposed that during the show. And then it was like, Oh man, that platform is kind of high. That was like borderline child endangerment, but we ain't even going to speak on that. Um, definitely didn't want to see a pregnant chick up on that platform, but I didn't know she was pregnant at the time. And I was actually like, man, that's, that, that's how, you know, you made it. And I was at a little Super Bowl get together and I told the uh, homie there, I was like, man, that's, that's how you know you made it. Cause he, he does his little performances and stuff. Um, little rapper, but not on that level. I mean, the, the stage isn't floating in the air. You know what I mean? That was nuts. So that performance, you know, just watching how it was played out. It was awesome. Watching the dances and stuff, it was pretty ridiculous. We were just kind of watching it and just, especially knowing that she's over here, that pregnant, floating through the air, rubbing on her pussy and rubbing on her body. Like, it's just, it's very strange. Um, It's not, you know, the culture, I think it really just comes down to the culture. And it just comes down to the whole NFL in general and how they've been pushing. You know, they had Snoop Dogg last year. Snoop Dogg has, he's said some of the most racist shit that's ever been said and they're their whole thing is end racism and Snoop Dogg is, I mean, you can say what you want about him, but he's definitely crossed the line. You know what I mean? He's definitely said some cracker this cracker that he's definitely, you know what I mean? One eight seven on a cop, all this definitely, uh, you know, has his uh, other side definitely going to go with that. So they had Snoop Dogg last time. Now they have Rihanna. I know it's a culture that they're pushing, but even at that, man, is it, Football used to be more, you know, of a family show. I do get that it's Super Bowl. They're going to have all types of, you know, nudity and all types of things. We had Janet Jackson's titty popped out, unfortunately. But, you know, there was a lot of things that have happened now. And it's just, it's sad, man. It's sad because a lot of football fans, they went, what football fan watching the damn Super Bowl is going to watch Rihanna? Like, be serious or who the hell are they playing that for? Like, I don't, I really don't know. Uh, maybe there are some people, but I know it's just, it's like, maybe cultural appreciation, I guess you want to call it. But with that being said, like there's so many other cultures. We could, we could have had Santana up there. We could have had some uh, Asian culture over there. We got plenty of Middle Eastern folks. You know what I mean? I got plenty, plenty of people around us, but it's just back to back. It's just cultural, you know, it's the uh, going with the times, man. It's just, who's, that's just, who's uh, headlining right now. And they just go with it. You know what I mean? It's a uh, very, just watching it was very, mm, not satisfying, let me put it that way. The halftime show was not, it's not cool. Uh, the dancing was all funky while we were watching them. And I was like, man, looking back on this, people are going to laugh in 20 years when they watch this and be like, what the hell was going on? If you just watch the backup dancers, it was very, very strange. Um, it's just, it's strange, man. I think they had the first all-woman flyover, and I just think that it's strange if, you know, I don't think that it's right if they're sitting there and they're like, well, who gets to fly over the Super Bowl? There's only four seats. And you're like, all right, cool. Well, I, mean, I got a chance. I got a chance. Everybody's got a chance. Oh, and it's only women get the seat. What the hell? Like, if you do that vice versa and you hey, we got four seats. All right, all right. Everybody got, you know, a bunch of people in the room. And no women can hit the seat. Oh, whoa, wait, hold up. You know what I mean? Boom, red flag. You can't even say that. I mean, you've already gone. Lawsuits already filed before you just for thinking the thought. You know what I mean? It's, it's, it, that shit's weird to me. Um, I know that we've canceled like a ladies night in California. They no longer do those because it's the definition of sexual discrimination. Like, what do you, what is the definition? Oh, you're this sex. You get this, you know, this and you don't. Um, that's why when I heard President Biden, uh, from what I heard, 
believe, you know what I mean? He said that he was going to get a woman of color. And it's like, you already racially and sexually discriminated against anybody who was a male and non-colored in your terminology, we'll call it. But uh, so if you're any of those, you know, 75% of our population, basically you have been excluded. You are not even allowed to participate, even if you are the best fit. Like that's fucked up. You've already narrowed down your field of prospects by 20 by 75 percent as well it's like very 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 strange to me um i don't believe that you know anybody should be discriminated against and i don't believe that anybody should be told you can't you don't even get a chance to participate in this because you are a certain sex or because you are this um i was talking to some people at work and they were talking about oh yeah we have a little ladies thing today and i was like well how y'all still pull this off? Like, have you all had a transgender person try to show up yet? Or how, how's that going to work? And, you know, it's like, I don't know. It's very strange that some people, and it's mostly the older generation is still doing that. And it's like, yeah, we're kind of, we're past that part, I think. And in society, but uh, a lot of people still participate. You know what I mean? I don't, I don't really judge them, but definitely we can judge them if we wanted to. I don't mind looking in the mirror and say that I am not perfect. You know what I mean? Um, definitely. Definitely not. But, yeah, the halftime show I thought was ridiculous. Didn't really care for it. Could have put anything else on. But, typically, we don't watch the halftime show anyways because I'm with my homies and we're doing other stuff. Um, but, yeah, we did look at the TV for a little bit. There, when the stage was floating, I was like, oh, what's going on? You know what I mean? They put a lot of money into this. Um, man. Overall, all I can say about the NFL folks, and for those that don't know, I used to run the particularly Packers podcast, and I was covering every week, man. All last year, I was on it. I was on it, on it. Every week, I was doing my podcast, keeping up on that. Definitely kept me away from nipple whiskers for a little bit because I was really focused on the football season and getting that done, but I did realize how much drama it was, especially with the Green Bay Packers and Aaron Rodgers because I'm a Packers fan. Um Aaron Rodgers always retire this, retire that or something. And he's out doing, you know, drug trips and just all types of trippy shit, man. It it got ridiculous. I definitely was not a fan of just the extra drama and everything. I loved the sport of football. I played football, you know, and Pop Warner. I definitely ran around with some, some big guys, man. Alan Bradford, big shout out. Definitely he made it to USC and then all the way to the NFL. So that dude, he always, you know, he was always an inspiration to our community. Um, same with uh, the hell, Sharice Wright. Yep, Mr. Sharice, man. Big shout out. Congratulations to you, too. Here's a round of applause for Alan. And a round of applause for Jimmy Smith. All three of them coming from Colton High. Yes, sir. What's up, Colton High? Yellow Jackets, man. Holding it down. Um, they were holding it down back then, boy. All of them made it NFL. Um, definitely Sharice and Jimmy Smith were both starting cornerbacks on the Baltimore Ravens. So if you're like, man, I know those names. Yeah, they were there for a couple years holding it down. Alan Bradford, he was holding it down at USC. So if you follow college football, you definitely remember that name. But with that being said, it never really kicked over to the professionals like that. He did play for the Bucks for a little bit, a couple other teams, but did never really cut out. I believe he cut out to Canada, actually. But with that being said, I've always loved football. I don't know where it came from as a kid. I remember seeing the L.A. Rams on my dad's stocking. I remember always just being like, all right, I'm a Rams fan. I'm a Rams fan. And then the Rams left, and I always felt like they left me, man. I was like, all right, well, they're gone. And 
My favorite color was green, so I just had to pick a team. And there was the Jets, who had like Testaverde or something right around this time era. And then you have Brett Favre. And that, that pretty simple decision. Once you watch like one or two games, uh, the Jets were one of the worst teams in the league, while Green Bay was one of the, you know, they had Brett Favre. They had a hope. They were one of the better teams in the league after that. And uh, so I jumped on the Green Bay train at that point just because they were green halfway across the damn, you know, United States. But jumped on that one. I was one of the only ones that I knew. I was the only one that I knew for a long time. And then they won a Super Bowl. And after that, a bunch of people started jumping on, which I don't mind. Welcome aboard. Uh, go, Pat, go. Definitely want to go with that. But I've definitely realized over the last, like, Two years and just this year, I didn't do any podcasts um, on particularly Packers just because it's not my love, man. I do. I love reporting on the game. Like, I love watching the game. I love every part of that. But I've just watched teams like uh, the head injuries, man. The head injuries. I watched teams like the Rams this year, and it just it destroyed their entire season because Matt Stafford, you know, got a concussion or two concussions and. I don't really remember how it worked out for him, but I just remember Matt Stafford got taken out for the entire season. It really sucked for me because I had some Matt Stafford uh, DraftKings cards. Big shout-out to DraftKings, man. Definitely won some money there. Um, life's been a trip, man. It's uh, just watching it, and I totally understand. You know what I mean? we got to be very careful with the head injuries and just got to be very careful, but they're, they're, they're killing the game of football. They're definitely killing the game of football. Um, Matt Stafford, I know they took him out for the entire season. That actually got Baker Mayfield over there to play, and he had his little extravagant end of the season. Um, always interesting and entertaining, but I, I just it's interesting. And I can say that just coming, and I know we had the Tua, Tua, Balo, Tua, Tua Valoa or whatever the hell his name is over there in Miami Dolphins. He had his head issue where his head hit the floor. Um, definitely started throwing up gang signs. You know what I mean? Big, you know, prayers, everybody's prayers went out to that dude. Definitely don't want to see anybody do that, but I've, I've grown up around fighting. You know what I mean? I've grown up in karate. I've grown up in, you know what I mean? All types of things where head kicks have been occurring. As, you know, that was just part of life. Those types of concussions, knockouts, those types of things. I mean, that's just, that's what we do. That's what we signed up for. That's what we are training our ass off to prevent from happening to us. Um, it's a little different with football because you definitely fall differently. Mar- mixed martial arts, you're both equal stance. Nobody's, you know, you can both have the, you both have the equal right to be in a defensive position would be the way, the best way to put it is, you know, you can both jab or protect or do whatever. When you're playing football, well, one of you have the ball and one of you don't. And I can say that from personal experience because I hated having the damn ball. I hated it um, just because it, I lost a hand. I, I love tackling. I love doing all that. When you have the ball, it's not the same. You have to protect that ball, and that ball is my number one priority. Um, when I don't have the ball, I have no priority but smashing you and getting that ball. So not only am I going to hit you, but I'm going to hit you and start reaching for the ball. And You know what I mean? I played a lot of cornerbacks, so I had to drop back and cover on routes and doing those types of things. I wasn't large enough, or I, I, I was definitely fast, but I don't know if I was fast enough to even, like, you know, burn a lot of people. I didn't have the size. Um, definitely didn't have, you know, I, I could, I don't know. I got no excuses because I definitely see little people like Wes Walker running around out there making a career. But with that, I didn't like offense. I did not like having the ball in my hand. I love defense. Um, 
They definitely had me return punts, and that was the worst position in my life. I hated it, especially when you missed somebody coming off the wing or something and they ended up cracking you and you thought you could get the ball and get away. Um, another thing was they were coming full speed. By the time you're doing a punt return, that person on the other side is full speed and they're coming at you. And one, yes, it is easier for them to miss you, but two, when they hit you, it hurts, man. It hurts. They smack you. Like I said, I'm a little guy, so I will go flying. But with that being said, I run my ass off, man. Good luck trying to catch me because I'm scared as hell and I'm just hitting turbos, which is why they put me back there. But, man, it sucked. I always hated running with the ball. So got a lot of, you know, history in the NFL. Uh, Not NFL, but in football. Definitely been a football fan for years and years. I watched it. It was religious to me. Um, I don't like all the politics getting involved. I do remember the Kaepernick situation. I think that the – NFL lost a lot of fans there. I know it just because one of the truck drivers I used to talk with all the time at work. What's up, Rodney? Man, love that dude. Um, definitely dudes like family. A Native, Native American fella stopped on the side of the road and grabbed some herbs when he heard that I was having throat issues and even brought me in some herbs and was like, man, make a tea and soak these in, whatever you said, I forget. And like, I got these herbs for you. I was just like, man, that's love. But I remember I was uh, um, friends with him on social media, and he uh, he cut off, man. He was like, no more NFL. I'm not even going to mess with it just because they were kneeling for the anthem, you know, and just things like that. And the little politics started getting involved and all that shit. And it was like, man, I love the game. All right, so I don't have nothing uh, – I, for the veterans and all that, I will never sign up for our military. You know what I mean? I'm not going to go fight nobody else's wars. I think we have enough wars over here. We're always over there in other people's shit. Um, you can bring up Ukraine right now. Definitely don't feel that like we should be sending them fucking tanks, especially after our president, we just got done saying we're not sending them fucking tanks. Oh man, it's a shitty situation. We're definitely over here playing with a nuclear fucking war, which, you know, nobody wants, but we're over here tempting it. And, uh, I know that U.S. is always playing politics in other countries and trying to get, you know, manipulate their politics, you know, politics and trying to get everybody to go democracy versus, you know, uh, communism. It's a classic battle. Uh, You can look in the history books. There's nothing but history repeating. And man, 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 that's I don't even want to get on that. So. NFL is definitely going international. So it's definitely playing a politics game. It's going to have to. We'll see how that goes in the future. Definitely think that there will be some international teams here in the next couple years, but it's very interesting because you can't really travel. Um, So I know that they're trying to do things out there. Maybe they'll just have a different league or something. I'm not sure what they're going to end up attempting to do, but I'm open to any ideas. I got nothing. You know what I mean? I'm always down to whatever. If you want to try something new, try it. I have nothing nothing against that. Um, With that being said, I do think that, you know, and even when I was talking about the halftime shows, I've grown up in the hip-hop culture. You know what I mean? I definitely grew up the white kid in the ghetto. I definitely, you know, ran a crack house and all types of crazy things. So I come from that perspective. I understand the jewelry type thing. I definitely spent like $600 on a, on a watch that I got in a fight, and it popped off my wrist the very first night that I wore it out. You know what I mean? Um, definitely had the other watch stolen uh, from my crib when I wasn't there, from a junkie lifelong friend of mine don't even got to get into that you already know how that one ends um man it's just nfl nfl i just keep it on the nfl so with the nfl being said whoop 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 um 
season's over, folks. Season's over. We got to see, you know, what's going to happen. We definitely got some big things happening. Tom Brady already retired. You got Derek Carr leaving the Raiders. Is uh, Aaron Rodgers going to come back to the Packers? Is Matt Stafford going to come back to the Rams? You know, is he, are they going to let him play? What's going on with that? So it's it's interesting. Um, I definitely still watch football religiously on Sundays. But with that being said, there's just so much drama and um, the politics. There's the, some real deal politics involved. And it's just sad because, man, I hear like all the players and just the Lamar Jackson situation. And I feel like, you know, everybody, it's, it, it, it's just crazy, man. It, there's. Is this crazy inflation every year on the dollar, you know, that they can earn. So they expect to make more money. But is the NFL even growing at that rate, especially after COVID and they had the ticket drop? And it's so fucking crazy, man. That's way beyond my my knowledge, you know what I mean? My professionalism, I definitely don't have professionalism in very much. But especially in those type of financial situations, I got nothing to say. But with that being said, I did buy a big-ass poker outs chart that I hung on my wall because I play a lot of poker, and these are some some statistics that I need to remember. So I'm actually looking at that chart right now, and it's throwing me off like a mother. But with that being said, um, I am going to wrap this up because I'm already into it tonight. I do need to get to bed, go to work tomorrow. just wanted to touch bases on that Super Bowl, man. Truly, like, I truly appreciate each and every one of y'all, man, and I do plan on doing a surprise poker tournament here very shortly so those on the twitter space that do enjoy playing poker you know what i mean i'm trying to do at least 100 bucks or more for prize at least for first prize but i gotta figure out how i'm gonna send it maybe crypto or maybe i'll figure something out that's why i'm still trying to figure out if it's just better to buy an nft and do it that way but i don't want to buy into any fucking projects again because Every time I do and I give it away and it becomes a damn rug and it becomes worthless and I feel bad and everything goes to crap and it's just like I didn't for over a year I ran a poker tournament that I was giving away what I was hoping was utility and like access to you know bigger things one day and they all just went to zero so it's like man I really feel like shit so for all those people I truly apologize um my heart's always in the right place but I definitely don't always make the right decision um, I, I do want to say that, you know what I mean? And say that I love each and every one of y'all. I, I'm more than welcome to tell y'all my mistakes just because I make them quite often. You know what I mean? And that's, uh, I'm not here to be perfect. That's not, it. that's not the goal. I'm just here to, uh, enjoy the ride, enjoy the journey. And I like to share my failures cause y'all can probably learn from them. So with that being said, over and out, um, I did win some money on Super Bowl, so I got no failures to tell you there. So go pack, go. Love y'all, man. I'm out. The time has come. You've been listening to the Nipple Whiskers Podcast with your host, Bob Dog. He doesn't like you either. Follow us on social media, subscribe on YouTube, and visit nipplewhiskerspodcast.com for exclusive offers and information on upcoming episodes. This podcast will now self-destruct in three, 